Welcome back, everybody. It's Taco Tuesday! I'm Alex Padilla. I'm Alex Regla. Alright, everybody. Welcome back. Taco Tuesday. Alex Padilla. Alex Regla with you guys on a Tuesday. A slow Tuesday as far as news goes. But Alex, how you doing, man? I'm doing well, man. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. My, I don't, my voice sounds like ass, but I feel normal so i don't know what's going on with my voice but all is well um are you deep diving into the lakers draft workouts alex are you into the tuesday workouts today terrell brown jr fabian white jr jabari walker flanderous fleming darius days michael stedman are you all in on pre-draft workouts for a team that doesn't have a draft pick you know i used to be like really into like the weeds when it came to the draft stuff because the lakers were either in the lottery every year or had a first round pick, but since they've kind of traded away their picks, I've kind of distanced myself from that. So like all those names you just read off, you could have told me like made up all of them and I would have like <laughs> totally believed they were real. Totally believe. so, yeah, no, not, not fully on board with the, the draft stuff yet. It's an interesting time right now. Um, obviously the warriors are up on the Celtics three to two. Uh, I think, did you pick Warriors in six? I think most people picked Warriors in six. That looks possible. I don't know if likely, but it looks possible. Uh, to win a game where Steph Curry doesn't make a three is very impressive to me. I think that's a bad sign for Celtics. And then they just, I mean, Andrew Wiggins, where'd that come from? That I know he was an all-star this year somehow, but that was a great game. And just real quick, are you, uh, are you paying attention? Are you all in on the finals? I, I've, I've watched and stuff like that. I think more like it's interesting to see what like which players are, are having success and kind of which types of players are doing so because like obviously I always try to relay everything back to the Lakers and you bring up Wiggins and I think like he's a perfect example of the importance of wings like it's crazy. Obviously Steph Curry's been incredible like he's he's been great and mm-hmm. but, like you look at Boston you have Tatum you have Brown you have guys like Wiggins who they're playing really well. Like these are the types of players at the, the top, top, top of the competition that these are the guys you want on your team. And man, the Lakers are feel like they're so far behind in terms of having quality wings. Yeah. It's interesting to watch these two teams play in the finals because you see actual pieces, right? You see roles, you see defined roles, you see the way an offense actually, I mean, obviously Steph covers a lot of stuff, but like in Boston's case, you know, you can see, you know, Jalen and, and Tatum just kind of maneuver the offense. It's very interesting to see, like you just said, how far the Lakers are because it was such a smorgasbord of players, you know, it was like, and it's like, let's just figure out who's going to play well tonight. And when you get to this level uh, or this state of the season, those, that stuff's out the window. You got, I know that that Kerr did change the starting lineup yesterday, but he went smaller but you still have guys like Gary Payton, like role players. You have incredible shooters like Clay Tatum's an incredible shooter. You got guys that do everything, even though he's not having a great finals, like in Draymond Green or Williams on the Celtics. Just these these defined roles and how far the Lakers are from even that. Who's the primary ball handler for the Lakers? 
In terms of like if they were in the finals right now, in terms of just who's the <laughs> season tips off tomorrow, who's the ball handler for the later? I think LeBron has the ball in his hands. Yeah, but it's not even position. like defined though, is it? Is no. Russell Westbrook have the ball in his hands more? Does no, LeBron yeah. have the ball in his hands more? It's just one of those things like you can't even answer the most basic question. Is, is uh, that- yeah, you know what? That's a great point. But just like you look at these two, two teams specifically in the finals, a team like Boston has had some roster turnover. But that core group of Smart, Tatum, Brown, you can even add, add like Al Horford. He's been in and out of the team, you know, last few years. Robert Williams mm-hmm. has been there for a while. Like you have a, a core group of guys who've been together, right? They've kind of grown together. Uh, Golden State, you obviously have the same core who's had success in the past. The Lakers are about to go into the summer with yet again a new roster. Like we're going to see at least what, five new players, maybe more. Mm-hmm. Um, like you just asked that question who the ball handlers could be maybe a brand new point guard, maybe a brand new starting lineup altogether. Like it's kind of wild how much year to year basis from the Laker team. It's, it just changes and it's really hard to like catch lightning in the bottle. The first season you you put a team together like they did and find success. So um, that's one of the challenges Darwin Ham is going to have to kind of deal with this year. Yeah. Well, they, you know, they did it two seasons, three seasons yeah, ago. They so they've done it before. Can they do it again? Who knows? Um, is there one player that stands out to you when you, I know you just brought up uh, Wiggins, but is there another player that stands out to you? You're like, man, if the Lakers had that player, that would be such a different, obviously there's Steph, but you know what I mean? Like a role player, almost <laughs> like a role like, player. Obviously uh, if you bring Tatum in, if you bring Steph in, if you bring clay in, that's going to make a difference. But you know what I mean? Like someone like a Wiggins, someone like, I don't know, like, a Marcus Smart, someone. If you bring that caliber of player into the Lakers, is that which one's going to make a huge difference? Oh, that's a good question. Wow. Um, I yeah, just look I, at like I know he's having a terrible finals. Like I know it's not been a great finals, but I just see someone like a Draymond on the Lakers would make such a difference. Whether it's intensity, you know, it's like the stuff that we talked about last week with Rasheed Wallace and Darvin Ham, almost like this level of like i don't give a fuck let's go play ball kind of thing that the lakers don't have like the guy that just won't back down as whatever you think of draymond i i probably uh, i'm i'm probably not the biggest fan of draymond but i just feel like the lakers don't have someone like that marcus smart too i mean you either or those two guys yeah i almost feel like marcus smart is i was gonna say marcus smart is who i was leaning towards but i, I feel like he's kind of past the role player kind of label and um i was thinking if i were just like the tier below those guys like maybe a robert williams i could see being really effective on the lakers high energy big great rebounder good lob threat young i think more than anything Mm -hmm. else um but they also need a wing i see a guy like Derek white for boston who's been just a solid three and d guy who i feel like if you put him in a starting lineup and just kind of work off of lebron or ad i think that'd be the type of guard or type of wing you would want um, but like you looking down both rosters, like even like a Grant Williams for Boston, like kind of a, a small ball four or five can stretch the floor, play good defense. Even like Al Horford, a stretch five. Like they have each team has these kind of quality players that the Lakers that that offer skill sets the Lakers currently like miss. They don't have a stretch big, they don't have an energy big mm-hmm. even really. Like they don't outside of an AD, but um, a reliable three and D threat. Like these are the types of archetypes both teams have like three or four of these guys and the Lakers are str- struggling to get like one. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, yeah. It's kind of frustrating watching the NBA finals right now, to be honest, because of how far it makes you feel the Lakers are, even though, you know, there's expectations already for next year that it's going to be better. It is, it is very evident that where they stand, they are so far away from this. And man, it feels like, and honestly, honestly, it has been like, what's it been two full months since the Lakers played a game. And even then how many people were checked out at that point. So like, how long has it been? And you really sat down and watched Lakers game. It feels like so long ago and the season's still going on. Um, maybe also like the nonstop headlines about the Lakers. Like it doesn't matter that the finals are about to go into game six, a crucial game six, that the Lakers still make every single headline. Like honestly, Darvin Ham could fart and it would pop up somewhere. <laughs> That's what it feels like. It really, really feels like you have the hot takes of the first take. You have... Uh, the posturing of Russell Westbrook. You now have the posturing of Gordon Hayward in Charlotte. You have uh, Austin Reeves getting player profiled. You have, uh, what am I, LeBron James. I'd like to start here. Why not? Let's do like a little grab bag of stuff today. LeBron James, who bought on the shop. Are you a fan of the shop? Do you watch you know the I've shop? Only, I've only watched a few episodes. I do like it. I just, I I keep forgetting to like watch it and I'm feel like I'm so far behind to just like yeah. go back and watch all of them. Cause everything gets like clipped and put on Twitter anyway. The good stuff does. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of just yeah. haven't watched a full on episode yet. I don't get, because I've only watched like two or three full ones. Mm-hmm. Like I don't get why Maverick Carter's there. Is it, is he just there well, just to, just to like, it's not so who he knows on the I know show, it's right? who he knows, but I'm saying it's, it's exactly where I was going. It's either just there to protect LeBron to, Le- to make sure LeBron doesn't say some crazy stuff. Like, you know, the clip that went viral last week, LeBron, I want to own the NBA team and I want to sure. own the NBA team in Vegas. You know, like if they put that out there, that's because LeBron wants it out there. So why is it like, you know what I'm saying? Like if LeBron was a host of a show where he didn't have full creative control, then I would understand Maverick Carter being there. But this is a Le- this is a clutch show, LeBron produced show. If LeBron doesn't want something out there, they just don't put it out there. So that part's yeah. always bothers. Like, I don't know, I don't know why this bothered me so much, but it kind of does bother me. That's why I don't watch the full show. But LeBron this week on the on the shop released a clip that everybody ran with, and the full episode has now aired. And Maverick Carter asked them the question. Who would you want to play for if it wasn't the Lakers? Which playoff team would you want to play for if it wasn't for the Lakers? And this is what LeBron says. He said, the team I would love to play for is not in the playoffs, which is the Lakers. Okay, got that out of the way. Mm-hmm. But if it was one team that I know I could make an immediate impact in the postseason and we could be very special, it would either be Miami or Golden State for sure. So it got me thinking. A, why say that? And then B, I don't think LeBron fits in Golden State. That's like my first thought. Like, like Steph Curry controls the ball. Jordan Poole now controls the ball. Like, I don't know if LeBron actually, LeBron can make himself fit anywhere, but you, you go, you get what I'm saying? You get where yeah. I'm coming from? Like it doesn't, that doesn't seem like a mesh to me. It, it is interesting that he picked though. Honestly, those two teams, right? Cause like you said, Golden State, obviously I think he's, it's well known. He's been a fan of Steph Curry. Like every, he tweets a lot about Curry yeah. during these finals. He watches the finals just like everyone else. And he, uh, always shouts out Curry. So I think there's a part of him that definitely wants to play with him. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I was more intrigued with the Miami thing. 
Uh, I, obviously, he's played for Miami. He has a relationship with Pat Riley. Um, yeah, like I think that would actually be a great fit with Miami. They need another guy that does. So Jimmy does have to do everything. And um, yeah, I think that it's just interesting. Those are the two teams he picked. Mm-hmm. Those are the two teams in the playoffs that he picked. I mean, I think LeBron in Miami with this current Miami would just that would be a, that would be a problem for everybody else. I really do like that team with LeBron. That seems like a big problem. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a fun team. Like that's you get Lowry, Butler, LeBron, Bam, and shooters basically, right? Yeah, Jay Tucker. Like that's a nicely constructed team. That they're definitely missing another guy, and obviously LeBron could be that. So mm-hmm. that makes sense. Uh, elsewhere around the league, uh, the nonstop Russell Westbrook headlines. Uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder. This is probably a direct casualty, maybe. I don't know how to say it. Oklahoma City made a trade. They traded a Jermichael Green and a protected 2027 first-round pick to Oklahoma City for the number 30 pick in this, this, this year's NBA draft. So that was one of the possible suitors that we were talking about maybe would want Russell Westbrook, a team that has the cap space to then take Russell Westbrook. Alex, do we now cross the Oklahoma City Thunder off that list? I have to double check, double check how much cap space they do have. I think last I saw someone tweet, I have to double check, was like 20, 23.4. There it was. So obviously that's not enough, right? You can't just right. absorb Russ into that. So if the Lakers were to dump him there, they would have to get something in return. I think some people have speculated maybe like a Derek Favors and something else in return. So obviously not the like immediate impact guys some some other teams may offer the Lakers, but I think that's still a possibility. Like the Lakers can do that. I just think it's maybe a little less likely now that Oklahoma city has has made that trade, but I thought that was the one team. I think Westbrook would have like loved to go back to there, like to go back there. He obviously gets, he's familiar with the place. He just got the key to the city. Yeah. This, this seems like that would have been a match made in heaven in terms of like recouping his value and everything. So it's kind of unfortunate if that's not going to be where he lands. Yeah, I don't think Russell Westbrook will be getting a key to L.A. anytime soon, but he did get the key to Oklahoma City, which I found very interesting. And again, I <clears throat> apologize for my voice. I don't know what's happening. I feel 100% fine, Alex. My voice is fading, and it's fading fast. Um, but I, I I wonder, like, is this, like, why do this if you're the Thunder? Like, why make a trade? like this if you're the thunder if you're going like is jamichael green a guy or is it a precursor to a bigger move it could be what so what did they get back in return they got jamichael green and what what kind of draft pick jamichael green and a protected 2027 first round pick so they got another first and they traded this year's number 30 pick okay and you would have to assume in 2027 that pick is going to be a bit better than number 30 this year which and I believe they have like three first round picks this year, something crazy already. So I kind of get why they would trade out of that. But the Thunder now have the number two, 12, and 34th pick this year. The Nuggets have number 21 and now number 30. Okay. So I, I get it for both sides. I just think that's a pretty solid trade. And I think okay. Jermichael Green's a type of guy you can easily flip again at the deadline for another mm-hmm. pick, another maybe couple second rounders. I mean, I have no idea what. <laughs> Oklahoma's Sam Presley's gonna do. <laughs> eventually going to do with all of these picks, but at least, you know what? He's gathering it all up, and he could maybe even get another something 
out of the Lakers if they were to figure out a trade for Westbrook there. So um, I'm not sure if, um, what the, the regulations are about. I, I actually don't think Jermichael Green would be trade eligible until much later into the season, but I couldn't have seen him as a guy Lakers would have targeted as a guy coming back in a Westbrook trade. But I don't think he could be retraded now until later in the season. So maybe that's not an option. Well, maybe we're just wasting our breath because Eric Pincus of the Bleacher Report reported that the franchise is putting out signs that Westbrook will be a Laker next season. And I'm sure if you listen to this podcast network, you're, you're probably tired of hearing Russell Westbrook's name, but this is what Pincus said. Will health, will health and coaching change be enough for the LA Lakers to rebound from a disastrous season? We may find out soon because as sources close to the team say, along with several competing executives, the Lakers are operating as if Russell Westbrook will be on the roster next season. So it's sources closer to the team and several competing executives are now believing the Lakers are going to go with Russell Westbrook next season. I mean, maybe if we've just kind of talked ourselves into the whole posturing thing is like what these reports are and not kind of just kind of blind, blindly not taking these, all these reports at like face value, like Westbrook could just be on the team next year. Yeah. And that, that was one of the options that as we ended the season, like we thought was not likely, but it, if they don't want to give up future draft picks or take on worse contracts, that's just one of the most easiest options they can do. They can suck up one year of Westbrook and figure it out then. But um, it's not going to be the popular move. Like, I don't think all of a sudden Westbrook's going to be a loved guy in LA. I don't think the fit's going to get any mm-hmm. better. Um, the roster's going to have to be kind of drastically changed in order to work. So unless they have something else in mind in terms of like how they're going to make the situation better for Westbrook, I think the results are at least individually on his end, I think might be a little better just because it's an extra year within the system within with those players. But I don't think it's going to make a drastic improvement on his end. Yeah, I I would say two months ago, I probably would have been upset at this report. I think two months ago, I would have been like, this is there's no way this is impossible. There's no way you can do this after the way it ended, after all the drama off the court, after the exit press conference, after every after Frank Vogel got fired and the stuff that Westbrook was saying, I, I was like, there's no chance that this can happen. There's absolutely no chance. But now two months later, I'm like, yeah, I guess it could happen. That's probably, you know, it, it's, it's almost as if it's like time heals all, I guess, like that whole saying, because maybe that just really there when you, they look, cause they clearly have been talking to other teams of what they can get. Right. Mm-hmm. So clearly nothing has really enticed them yet. Nothing, or maybe they just don't like what they can get for. And is it, could it be that simple? Well, like also, I'd, ra- I'd rather is, run it back with Rust than, the, than whoever else. Like, also, technically, Westbrook can't be traded yet. He hasn't picked up his player option. Yeah. So it's not like they're whole, like just saying no to deals. They literally can't like yeah. constitute a trade yet. So maybe, like, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, the second he picks up his player option, a few days there he gets traded. Like maybe again, they're discussing trades and maybe at the end of the day, he doesn't get traded, but um, I wouldn't like take no moves yet happening as a sign of uh, like, it's not going to happen. It literally can't happen yet. But I, as we brought up the thunder, I, I would definitely like, if I were a Laker fan, I would keep an eye on what Indiana's doing, what Charlotte is doing, um, what, who they're hiring as their head coach, that type of stuff. And uh, Houston, like these are the teams who've been linked to the Lakers to Westbrook. Mm-hmm. If we start seeing them make 
moves where they're bringing in cap, like taking on long-term contracts. Like we can start checking off teams as potential targets and the lead, the less likely there's teams out there, the more likely Lakers might have to offer up a pick or just keep Westbrook. Like say the, say Houston trades wall for some, for a couple bad contracts and they get a pick back. I don't, they're, they're checked off from Westbrook. Say mm-hmm. Indiana does something different. Like, all of a sudden Lakers might be out of options in terms of who they could trade in for. I guess what you're saying is it's, we're talking about next season when this season's still happening. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that that's like kind of the broad scope of this whole thing is yeah. Everybody relax. This season's still going on. Like we don't really know yet. We don't really know yet. Like, yeah, the Lakers have a new coach, but the season's still happening. The news, the news, the new NBA season hasn't started yet. Right. The draft so, hasn't even happened yet. Right. So there's still, oh my God, there's still so much time before they even, I mean, it's June. I don't even, I mean, when did the when Westbrook is, trade even happen? That happened midway through free agency because they see. had already signed players, I believe, right? If I, if I recall correctly, or might happen after, after, but at least the big trades usually happen in July. July 29th. Yeah. So that's pretty late into free agency. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, typically these big trades, that's why we haven't seen any besides this most recent Denver and Oklahoma City trade. Like these trades just don't happen right now. A lot of teams need to figure out their draft order, who they're going to pick, what kind of approach they're going to have in free agency. Do these little marginal trades with draft picks where they're taking on money like the Thunder and Denver. And then they can circle back to these big deals because you take on a Westbrook, your free agency period's done in terms of adding money onto your books. Yeah, you're kind of punting that season if you're doing so that. So the trade got done July 29th, and it couldn't be officially announced until August 6th, when the salary cap became official and teams could begin making moves for the upcoming season. So, plenty of time. By the way, just looking at this report that I'm reading from NBA.com, Shams totally got that scoop. Shams tweeted at 5:19 the details of the trade, and at 5:16, Woj tweeted. Lakers and Wizards agreed on a trade for Russell Westbrook. Shams won that one. Oh, he he's uh, of the of the reporters out there. He's definitely he's got that Lakers link. He's got that Lakers hookup. So whatever he's saying, that's definitely coming from the Lakers and maybe even Clutch. Maybe even Clutch. I like that's 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 what I think. Maybe even Clutch. Uh, <laughs> Alex, how do you think the NBA Finals is going to end? Uh, personally, I, I hope the Warriors just finish it up next game and we can just start this new year. Like we just said, the season's <clears> still going on. Yeah. Um, how have you enjoyed the finals? How you found it fun? Like, do you like, no, this? they've been bad games and stuff. Yeah. They've been pretty bad. Um, yeah, they've, what was it? Two blowouts to start it. And then we haven't had a meaningful final two minutes of a fourth quarter yet. Mm-mm. It's always kind of how you, how I like to base games. Is there something going down to the wire? And none of the games have gone down to the wire. There's been back and forth, lead evaporated, big runs, big plays, monster performances. But as far as like game itself, like intense, as far as how close is it? The, yeah, we haven't had one yet. Yeah, it's been disappointing, I, I would say, overall. But I, I mean, I think most like friends, as long as Golden State wins, they'll, they'll be happy. I've also hated the schedule. Like, I don't know how they play that NBA Finals game on a Friday night with a 9 p.m. Eastern tip-off. Like, what are you doing? And then you don't play on Sunday? You play no on Monday? Games. Yeah, no weekend games. But what is this if there is a Game 7 and it's on Sunday? 
which mm. is rare because normally the finals end like during the week. But um, yeah, I've hated the schedule. I thought the games have not been close, but the level of basketball has been pretty good. And the Curry family triangle of love is 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 probably the most entertaining thing of the finals <laughs> so far. That's right. I saw, I saw a couple <laughs> Twitter uh, reporters and, and uh, investigators out there trying to figure out what's going on in the crowds and stuff like that. So it's yeah, it's uh, the Twitter, the Twitter detectives are undefeated because my goodness, <laughs> we found out who those two people were immediately. And man, that's funny. That is just funny. Um, but Alex, uh, my voice is losing it. So I'm going to call it here for this week, unfortunately. Um We'll see what happens. I mean, I don't think anything can happen between now and next week, but you never know. You never know what this team. I think the assistants haven't been formally announced. No. So there's still things to get done there. And then the draft is, when is it? Isn't the draft soon? End of the month, I believe, right? See if the Lakers, do you think they'll buy a pick? Yeah, so that was the the other report that seems like Lakers are definitely in the market for a second round pick. That's according to Jake Fisher and, um, a few teams do have multiple picks this year in, in the second round. So I don't know if the Lakers are going to outright buy a pick. I think last draft, a lot of those picks, you had to give up future picks to get it. Where before the Lakers were able to buy picks. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see if the Lakers really like someone enough in that second round to give up future picks to, to get that person. But it's been interesting to see, like almost every day they've been holding draft workouts. Yeah. So... Uh- either there or in the undrafted market that looks like they have some people in mind they want to target. Yeah, it'll be, that is next Thursday, June 23rd is the draft. So I'm sure we'll have our answers probably by next week. If not, I think the Lakers will do something. They just, they always seem to do something and get like the next superstar. I mean, again, I wouldn't be disappointed. Yeah. Don't be disappointed if they're not able to buy a pick or get into the draft because they've done a lot of damage after the draft, getting guys like Reeves and Crusoe, like you mentioned, just these guys who weren't picked up and become these really quality players. So, All right, everybody, subscribe uh, to this podcast network, um, Silver Screen and Roll, on Apple, Spotify, Google. At Alex M. Regla is his Twitter. He, You can check him out on silverscreenandroll.com or just his Twitter as well. Did you go to a wrestling event between now and last week? Or was that a while ago? No, that was, uh, I believe, like two weeks ago I did. I went okay. to the forum. So that was cool. I've been to the forum, the forum in a while. I haven't been to the forum in ages, man. Ages. Did you go watch Top Gun again? <laughs> no, no. Just the one time for me. That was good. Good enough. Yeah, good enough. And you still have the mustache, so I'm glad you well, didn't get rid the of it. I debating whether to keep it or not. Oh, so. you keep it, man. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Don't I'll be ready dare. for uh, Top Gun 3 when it happens. I'll, <laughs> I'll lead the way there. All right. Everybody, we'll talk to everybody next week. This is Taco Tuesday. Oh, and LeBron just tweeted. LeBron just tweeted, Alex. Oh, shit. What did he tweet? Of course you know what today is. Taco Tuesday. Big fan of the pod, LeBron James. Thank you for the reminder, LeBron. Talk to everybody (laughs) next week. See you, Alex.